Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's Big Beard what? and Big Dick Hayes in the building. Uh, <laughs> the Red Bitter Assassin one himself with the lovely, the sexy Miss AJ Badass Jones. What's going on, lady? Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And that soul. look extra juice like i would just love to just fuck your face right now anyway continue <laughs> can we not do this today please not today why not, not today, today? What happened? what's so special about today you know it's just one of those days where you know you know you know we're feeling like a little different like usually i'm really good but you know Oh, you feeling you, you feeling a little frisky today? Yeah, that's the word. Okay, that word. So, like teasing me today is not a good thing. Plus, I'm not your friend. You just put me on punishment. Like I did put you on. You be fucking up. I didn't. I didn't mess it up. It messed up itself. Taught the truth. I don't break stuff. Like technology just doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. It really and truly just a, all I did was plug it into another apparatus and it stopped working how is that my fault that's not my fault it is your fault i'm too cute to be on punishment lord take me no, off i don't is, that, is that you don't whatever you're on punishment until the live show weekend so there you go oh um, my god what yes. that's like from now what are you saying to me three that's weeks time? 20, yeah 21 days and you're on punishment oh my gosh cj we have a live show in 21 days Isn't is it, it even 20 Yes, yeah, exactly 21 days, I think. That's just... Yeah, that's stressful. It's going to be fun. <laughs> going to be fun. Um, let's get into the show. Oh, boy, before, because I always got to ask this. How was your week, AJ? You know, I can't really get into all the details right now because my son is somewhere lingering in the background and there are just certain conversations. I try to, like, spare him of... Um, you got a bad dick yeah. appointment again? Was it disappointing? It really... This is how bad it was. When I got there... <laughs> you see how he's breaking stuff because he's hearing his mom talk about this? <laughs> when I got there, I said, I'm not feeling this. I'm not really into it. And his response was, it's okay, I'll change your mind. So I was like... The same disappointment I came in the door with... <laughs> when i left <laughs> like yeah. i you see me like when i enjoy it and it's good even if it's like just kissing if you don't hear me make noise bridget take that as a check that whatever you're doing it not one with nothing like it's not going in no time if you are you really digging out your teeth right now yep I am. you're so black like that's probably the blackest thing i've ever <laughs> seen <laughs> <laughs> And next, you're going to make that sucking noise on your teeth, aren't you? Did you just do that? You see what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. 
that's some good fabulousness right there. But yeah, it just, I don't know. I'm starting to feel like there's just no hope. I don't know. But then when I meet somebody new, I'm like, okay, maybe this is going to be good. And then I don't know. Maybe it's maybe just me. Take, maybe you should take a break from dick appointments for a while. Start making some pussy appointments. See, I'm not able to turn nobody's bitch out. Like, real talk. That's a I'm, lie. I'm, I swear to you, I'm not. I Dealing with crazy men is very different than dealing with crazy women as a woman. <laughs> a a like, crazy really woman, know? which you are. What? I said, and you you are a crazy woman, so you should know. You're speaking from experience. Right, that's what I'm, like, I know what the level of crazy is. So if I, for whatever reason, I'm into whoever, you know what I mean? My brain automatically switches into guy mode. This is something that, you know, huh, the fun facts about AJ. So in my headspace, I am the male version of me. And everything that I think about is in the male version of me. Right? And I, I can't deal, I can't deal with the weepy, mopey, needy, cryy. When am I gonna nah nah ugh, no? No. And then because of like I have my own business and stuff like that, it's like. I don't know, like the extraness and like over the top about being into what I do and like, oh my God, you're so spectacular. Like, oh my God, you're so amazing. Like, oh my God, everything. Like, I can't deal. I can't deal with that. I generally don't like people who who hype me up for no reason because I, I can hype up myself. But you know what I mean? Like those people that are over the top with it. Okay, so they'd be like, you know, someone meets you. They know that you do podcasting. They know that you've got, you know, the breaks media. They know that you do all these fantastic things. And then like everything they're like oh my god you're so amazing oh my god like everything that you touch is so amazing like oh my god if you were to just like you know rest your finger on my shoulder i'm sure i would come up with like a fantastic podcast idea. like oh my god you're so inspired like you know those kind of people i can't deal with that at all and honestly women dating women women are crazier with women than they are when they're with men i think we just go to a whole other level of crazy i might get some backlash for saying that shit but i said what well there you go you got it um <laughs> i mean i don't even know what to say to you anymore aj like you're just we really are kindred spirits that's all i'll say about that um before i tell you that so uh, a very good friend of mine um he and his wife had a podcast. They've kind of taken a, a bit of a break from it, but they're going to be start starting to do it again. Um, so he takes the the subway into work every day, and he caught up on all of our podcasts. I think he said like it took him almost three weeks, but he caught up of, of, from all of our podcasts from our very first to last week's. Awesome! He a lot of people to, are doing it. Yeah, he listened to all of them. He's like, I didn't realize how amazing you guys were. Like, and He's like, I don't understand. So, like, how long have you and CJ been involved? Or, like, you know, was that weird not being together? Or I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Jay, you know me. CJ, he's like, I just don't understand. He's like, the the um the way that you guys are connected, the way that you interact, you know what I mean? It's just, it's unnaturally natural that would make anybody think that you guys were in a relationship or had had have whatever it is um so i had to you know convince him down from that thought but he was really impressed with the podcast but like you said a lot of people have been downloading a lot of the older episodes now and kind of like um playing catch up 
apparently there's like now that we've announced the live show in dc there's like a whole segment of people who are like just excited for the live show and like spreading it around so like i it's just it's it's crazy but i can't wait for the show the show is going to be amazing um I, my my outfit was recently approved by you, so it's gonna be very nice. Ladies, <laughs> it's like trust me when I tell you, it's it's better than the gray sweatpants. When I tell, <laughs> when I tell you the outfit torn up, it torn up till it buck. When I tell you the outfit supersedes the gray track pants, you have to know that outfit is gonna be fire. I I guarantee it. AJ guarantees it. Wow. We got the AJ guarantee. It's definitely um because I was thinking about going a different way and you kind of nixed it. <laughs> and then you're like, well, tell me, because I had an idea at first, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna go with that one. I'm not feeling it. So I, I switched it, and then you didn't like what I switched it to, and you asked to see what I originally had, and you were like, Oh no, that's it. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Cause honestly, the switch to you, you know what I said about the switch to. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's not the image that I had for you. When I saw the other one, as you sent it to me, I was like, "Yeah, that it. That's that." And then I know when you get your lineup and the weave them a weave, and you get your, you know what I mean. You're all ladies. <laughs> you will not be disappointed. Bring a towel. Bring a rag. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, let's let's get into this show because. Um, yeah. Oh man, this this live show is gonna be a fucking mess. Um, let's get into it. Uh, all right, the first one is a listener question. I oh, know we're starting off with the email, or we starting off with the listener question. Yeah, no, I figure we do the email because it's really long, and then we've got some topics that are probably gonna require some. <laughs> some <laughs> all right. So the email okay. is. Um, you're gonna read it. Go ahead. Yeah, so it says, hey guys, first off, let me say, shout out to y'all for putting uh, putting it down on this podcast. Love the growth and all the fuckery. Now here's to my question. I'll ask, I'll ask them first and then give the backstory. Question one, is it acceptable to ghost someone you are actively pursuing for a friend that they claim to not have any feelings for? Question two, did I respond correctly to the situation by ending the pursuit of a man who ghosted me an entire weekend because he wanted to put all his effort and time into a platonic friend that he was with. Number three, has either of you, AJ or CJ, ghosted a romantic interest only to focus on a longtime platonic friend? So here's the body of the email, the backstory. <clears throat> After consistent conversation, clicking, getting to know each other, no in sexual interactions whatsoever, a guy I was interested in and made myself the mutual, a guy that I was interested in and myself made the mutual decision that we were going to pursue one another. We were out of the friend zone and we were seeing where the mutual connection between us had the possibility of growing into. Before we got to that point, this is a man that would consistently communicate with me on a daily basis, texting multiple times during the day for long periods, actually talking at a minimum of two and a half hours every time we would FaceTime or speak over the phone. So every time we would FaceTime or speak over the phone. This went on every day for a little over a month. He works two jobs during the week, so on weekends, he would have minimal contact with me so we could both decompress, and I respected that. However, we would still communicate over the weekends. He texted me and or I text him just to say, hey, relax, enjoy your day, 
or just check in. The point is, we always acknowledge one another's communication regardless of day or time. A week ago, in normal fashion, we were texting during the work during the work day. Friday, I was the last to send a text that he didn't respond to. Saturday, I checked in like we normally would for a brief hello, enjoy your day. We corresponded back and forth a few times, but in mid-conversation, he stopped responding. Sunday, I sent a text to see if things were okay since a non-response has never happened during any of our communication. Monday, I did not text or receive a response from him. Tuesday, I sent a text letting him know I was worried and thinking something physically or mentally had happened to him. He finally responded as he was just as if he just wasn't MIA and casually said, hey, I'm fine. How are you doing? Because I was utterly confused by this, I responded with what happened. He hits me back with a, I always disappear on the weekend. Again, we have always acknowledged each other's texts regardless of day or time. <clears throat> so after a few back and forth conversations, it comes out that he spent the weekend with a platonic friend he has known for several years. We've had previous conversations about this woman, the extent of her presence in his life, and he was overly adamant that it was strictly platonic. I wasn't bothered by this because I had no reason to be. I was fine with it. <clears throat> Regardless of the weekend, he and I previously discussed his weekend plans that he explained were with a couple of married co-workers from his job, but he never expressed that his friend was involved in these plans at all. He rationalized that the reason for his ghosting and ignoring my text was because it was normal behavior for him to always ghost on the weekend and not respond, and that he wanted to give all his time and attention to this friend. Whoa, child. <clears throat> I have since ended things with this man with the reasoning at this point, I'd have some difficulty trusting him because of what he did. What he did was inconsistent and done with a lack of respect, regard, or communication. I would never ghost a man that I'm pursuing for a platonic friend. It just doesn't make any sense. If anything, it could have been it could have been communicated to his friend that he was pursuing me and just needed a moment to respond to a text if she didn't mind. Furthermore, the fact that he admitted to seeing my text and made the decision not to respond because he always disappears on the weekend, which again, he has never done while we were communicating, and his wanting to give his friend all his attention is also shady. A simple communication saying, hey, I'm good, just chilling, I'll hit you Monday, would have been sufficient, and regardless of who he was with, there would have never been an issue. But I can't see myself dealing with a man who doesn't respect my time or effort, but that is exactly what the non-response was to me. And let me add this. Before the weekend he spent with her, we traveled to another state together for an event that previous weekend. It was almost a five-hour car ride, and the entire time he played games on his phone, was on social media constantly, posting and responding to post and text, and then took a nap. Clearly, I didn't have all of his undivided attention, and this coming from someone who has expressed to me that he's pursuing me. Let me have it if I'm tripping, y'all. Thanks. Signed, not putting up with no fuck shit, period. Mm. That's a lot of unpacking. Woo. It's really not. First of all, he did not ghost you. The, the term ghosting is not for when someone disappears and te texts you back. I hate it when, when, when that term is misused. He just didn't respond to you. Was he foul for that? Absolutely. Could he have been more considerate and said, hey, I'm with my friend. I'll hit you back. I may be busy all weekend. Yes. I think that goes without saying that he could have been more considerate in it. Um, furthermore, a platonic friend. I, I can't necessarily say that he's lying about because if AJ comes and visit me, 
I'm not texting anybody. So, um, <laughs> so no, I, I mean, don't even say that right now. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's just, I don't know. What do you, what do you have to say on the age? I, I definitely think it's some cause for concern here. For sure. I think that there's definitely some funny business going on. So let me ask you before I say it. So what is ghosting somebody? Like, what is the length of time and what exactly is involved in ghosting a person? It, it, to my knowledge, ghosting is when you're in a communication dating someone or getting to know them and they just never respond to you ever again. So it's like, like ever, a, it's, it's like a permanent I'm talking to them constantly, consistently, and then I just don't hear from them again. That's being ghosted. Okay, so like the guy that I was involved with last year that disappeared for like three months. Yeah, the, he ghosted you. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not that broken up about it. Um, so I agree with you uh, that CJ that you know. Okay, so by that definition, no, she wasn't ghosted. Um, was he an asshole? Absolutely. Could he have done better? Absolutely. Um, ducking out for a platonic friend. Or stressing the fact that it's a platonic friend, that raises all kinds of red flags. Like, well, is she stressing it or is he stressing it? That's the thing well, that we don't know. Told her that it was a platonic friend. Who says that? Like, it's it's your friend. Why do you need to bring up the fact that it's a platonic friendship? You know what I mean? My thing is like, I have friendships with with um, you know, like my friendship with you. I never have to say, oh, well, yeah, CJ is my platonic friend. Oh, he's like a brother to me. Like, I don't have to qualify it. CJ's my regent. CJ's my boy. CJ's my friend. CJ's my love. CJ is, you know, part of my, my life in a very important and integral way. Those are the things that I would explain. To stress that you and I have a platonic relationship, that's just a little weird to me, you know? Um, I would have issues trusting somebody like that because I feel like if they did it once, they can do it again. I almost felt like I was going to say to her, well, you know, give him another chance, but if it's in the early stages and you are not invested and you are not, and this is the other thing. Are you guys exclusively dating? Yeah. Because, right, you said that you're mutually pursuing each other, but there was no discussion about exclusivity. That's that's right? another thing because, if, and that's something that me and you have stressed before on this podcast. If you're just pursuing, you have no right to say, to put a time limit when he should text you back. And people don't like hearing that, but you don't have that right. Right. You don't have the right to even question if it's a platonic friend or not. Like, technically, if you guys aren't exclusive, you could be doing your thing. He could be doing his thing. And, you know, that, that we, we check out earlier episodes. We've do- delved all into that before. But, you know. And then the other thing is, OK, so if you're used to him, you know, being relatively MIA on the weekends, albeit you said that he also at least acknowledges your message. It's kind of like. You know, you're you're kind of on the fence, sort of. It's like you expect him to be MIA, but you also expect him to respond. Those two things don't really belong in the same. They don't like they don't jine up. You know, they don't really belong in the same sentence. So you either accept that he could go MIA or be he could be MIA and not respond, or he may respond. But that's up to him to decide because this is something that you guys have already agreed on that on the weekends for both allowing both of you an opportunity to, de- to decompress. You guys aren't in communication. So if he doesn't communicate back with you, knowing that you've agreed to not be in communication on the weekend, you can't be mad when he doesn't communicate with you, right? That's placing an unfair expectation on him. And yes, I get that you're used to the consistency, but again, he is operating within the boundaries and the guidelines of an agreement that the two of you had, right? 
Yeah. So, um, were you hasty in making the decision to to end things with them a little bit? Um, and, and that doesn't negate his responsibility to communicate with you and to not be a jerk. You know what I mean? If he saw your message, like you said, he could have replied. But you both have culpability in the situation, you know? Um, and then my thing is like, okay, so if this is somebody that was your friend and you know him well enough, venturing into the dating realm, you have to kind of look at the pieces of where he was your friend to begin with and the understanding that you have of him as a person when he's your friend. Because we always talk about having a friendship is the great basis for any relationship, blah, 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 right? So you have a great friendship with this man that you've now decided to throw away in addition to the opportunity to be in a relationship with him. Why not sit down and have a conversation with him to let him know that you didn't like the way that things played out? Let him know how it made you feel. Let him know that you also understand that when he's gone on the weekends, now you're aware that there may be times where he doesn't respond right away and you have to be okay with that, you know? So that's where I am with it. Well, and I, and I agree with you too. I, I think that in some some ways, and I'm not saying 100%, that it seems like there may be, this is more of a problem because it did involve a quote-unquote platonic friend. Because if you're used to him going ghost, what's the issue? Why is this any different regardless of what time of the week it is? Um, just seems like, you know, that platonic friend may have triggered you a little bit. And if that's the case, that's fine. We're not judging you for it. But be honest with why you're really getting triggered and then decide how to proceed. Right. Because if he had gone away with one of his boys and didn't respond to you for two days, would you feel the same way? Like, would you have feelings? Would you, you obviously are not going to think to yourself, oh, I wonder what they were doing. I wonder if they were kissing in the dark. I wonder if something. You're not going to think that because it's a, it's his brethren. You know Some what I mean? Some people may still worry and, about that nowadays. It's 2019. Right. No, this is true. But it's like CJ said, you know, if if it's if it's the fact that you're triggered by it being a woman, that's something that you need to address, um, because then that means you have a trust issue, an underlying trust issue, which could become problematic. Right. Because had he gone away with one of his boys. Would you have sent this email to us? Would we be having this? (laughs) Well, all right. Well, that puts that one pretty straightforward. Um. Yeah, I, and I know we stress this and that. Just if if it if you feel like it's worth, like obviously you're sending us this email, so there's still parts of you that are questioning whether you should end it or not. And if you're feeling like that, talk to them. Like I I I, I don't know why people are so afraid to just lay it all out on the table. And if if that's the case, if it's not something that you really should be stressing about, and he if he is on the up and up, talk to him, talk through it, try to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Let him know how you feel. Um, I don't necessarily again you in your in your email not dealing with no fuck shit i don't think that it's necessarily that i definitely think there's cause for concern but if you feel like it's worth your time try to talk it out and then see what it is before you make your decision yeah i always feel like i think we we say this like what's the worst that could happen yeah like if you're just gonna be together you're just not gonna be together and if you're gonna work it out you're gonna work it out it's like when you know people say oh well i don't want to do something because like what's the worst that could happen asking a question what's the worst that you can hear no it's that expectation that they have that it's got to be, they're going to hear what they want to hear. So when they hear something that's contrary to that, they don't know how to deal with it because they're, they're ill-prepared. So Exactly. As, as Alan would say, exactly, because he doesn't say the E. However he wants. Let's get into the next listener question. This one is, I've recently become involved with a great woman. And she has so much going on for her that I well, I know I'm not in a place to compliment her life the way I'd want to. I'm still working on myself, but I feel like I should pull back because I'm not ready to be in or give her the kind of relationship she deserves, the kind we both deserve. 
I'd, I'd like your advice. Should I stay or should I go? Oh, that's I a hate call. questions she- like this. <laughs> I hate I hate questions like this because you're taking away you're taking away her power of choice. Talk to her, even if you feel you 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 never know. Like she, you could be exactly what she wants, or she could be willing to go through this with you. Obviously, she knows what place you're in in life now. As long as you're being honest with her, if she's still around, chances are she hasn't seen anything in you that necessarily is a red flag to not be willing to work through it. People so often believe that this this whole relationship thing is supposed to be. I'm supposed to be perfect. You're supposed to be perfect. Let's get together and be perfect. And that's not necessarily always how that goes. Sometimes it's two imperfect people coming together, figuring out what works, what works. And maybe in the madness, you find your version of perfect. But you you, you don't know. I feel like you're setting yourself up for failure mentally because of you being concerned about things that may not even be a concern to her. Now, in your email, you do um, say that you feel like you may not be get, be willing to give her the relationship that you that you both deserve or want again, what is it that you feel that you would want from a relationship that would stop that from happening? Um, communicate, talk, don't just make this decision on your own. I'm not saying it's, it's, it's noble that you would even, cause a lot of niggas would be like, hey, I'm fucked up. She going to deal with it. So it is noble that you're having this thought, but put that energy more so into being proactive and talking to her and giving her a chance to be part of the solution rather than just X it out. What about you, AJ? What do you think? I love that you just said that. Give her a chance to be part of the solution instead of exiting her out. That was dope. I quite like that. No, seriously. Um, so my, hopefully we'll get a response. But my question to him is, do you not think that she's aware that you're struggling right now or you're working on yourself? Do you not think that she's aware of the things that you're dealing with? And she's still there. So to me, I feel like she's made her choice, you know, Um I would like to think that people are not stupid. And when they get involved with someone, they're aware of what is happening in that person's life, especially if you've let her into your life and you've let her know what's going on. If she's staying, it's because she's made a choice to stay. You know, you can't unchoose that for her, right? Like CJ says, give her the respect to have a conversation with her. Let her know how it is that you're feeling and let her make that decision for herself. Don't take that. Don't take that away from her, you know? you could be walking away from the best opportunity of your life. You could be walking away from your soulmate. You could be walking away from the person who was designed for you. You don't know that unless you give it a fighting chance, you know, still deal with your struggles, still deal with your battles, still keep doing that stuff to improve yourself and be a better person. My thing is, I think she would love you and appreciate you more for it because you're still continuing to grow and develop and that you're aware of that and you're informing her of that. And you're not trying to stay stagnant. You're not trying to stay ignorant. You're not trying to be a fuckboy. You're not trying to be someone that drags her down. You're trying to make yourself a better man so you can also be a better man for her. And that's beautiful. Twerk some. Really? I thought we got over that a lot. (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit. Um, (laughs) That's what you do on the. Anyways, that's a whole other conversation. Come, come, come. Wow. wow. Okay. Okay. So there there goes your answer to that. Anything left on this one, Asia, before moving to the next one? No. All right. Let's do it. (laughs) The next one is I listened to your last episode about crossing the line between friends and sex. I'm in a similar situation. I really like a shot at being more than friends with my friend Zoe. I feel bad that I mentioned her name. I should block that out. But she she won't hear it and continually friend zones me. But anytime I mention dating other women, she gets in her feelings. I love her deeply, but I don't think I can continue to be friends with her because of my feelings towards her. 
but I also don't like the back and forth game that she plays with being upset. If I even say I'm going out with someone else for drinks, am I wrong for feeling like I want to end our friendship and just save us both the headache? Oh man, that's a tough one. It's not tough. Come on. I feel like it's tough because it's like, oh, so you walk away from your friendship because I mean, she's, she's obviously not going to take you out of the front. I don't like that doubling back and forth. I don't like when people send mixed messages. You're doing that black thing again. Sorry. I don't like, (laughs) I don't like when people (laughs) send mixed messages. I feel like that kind of stuff is crazy. It's like either you want to try to be with him or you don't want to try to be with him. Like you can't have it both ways and you can't get mad at him if he decides that he's going to go hang out with, with other women. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, you're doing your thing and whatever the case may be. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's a really emotional one. I feel like it would be really unfortunate to have to end your friendship with her because you want more. Um, and she's not willing to do that, but that she also gets upset when you're talking to other women. Like it's just ugly and messy. And, and uh, I don't know, CJ, come, come with it because I don't have a good one for this one. I think that I don't think it's that is that difficult at all. The fact is, is that you know what you want. She knows what she, what you want. But I feel like she's she like AJ said she's playing both sides. So at that in at that point, I can understand the mental stress it would, call, it would cause you and why you're willing to lose a friendship. Yes, it would suck to lose it, but what friendship do you really have when you are stuck in limbo between you know you want to try to pursue something with her, she doesn't want to try to pursue it, but then when you talk to her as a friend about you pursuing other people, it causes an issue. That's a one sided and selfish friendship. And life is too short to have selfish people around you. Like, I understand maybe you want to talk to her and give her the opportunity. Maybe if she's faced with the decision that you know, to know that you're thinking about ending the friendship, not just because you can't have her, but because of the back and forth. I think that's the important thing. Make sure if you communicate this with her, you make the clear distinction between you're not ending the friendship because you she doesn't want to pursue more. You're ending the friendship because you feel like she's being an unfair friend. And I think that that may go ahead. No, I, I, I have a, so I have a question to ask about myself based on that question. Okay. So you're going to be my therapist for a moment. So I was, I was, so I had a friend, we were friends for probably about four years. Some things had happened between us, but like, you know, I really wanted to pursue a relationship with him, mm-hmm. but he didn't feel like he was there in his life to be a good fit for me as yet. So I was like, okay, cool. I stayed in the friend zone, no problem. And we would hang out and chill and whatever. But every time I went on a date, every time I went to a dick appointment and he and I would talk, he would get upset. And I'm like, but you don't want to be with me. So how are you upset? Right? Okay. So last year, at the be- from the beginning of the year till about m- middle of the year, maybe till about August, let me not lie. He kept doing these little things to test my loyalty, to test my love for him, to test my patience, like just really weird and bizarre things. And when I asked him about it, he's like, he would say to me, I'm trying to see if you'd be good girlfriend material. I'm trying to see if you would be good wife material. Yeah. So I was like, then... Um, There was an incident that happened with him. I didn't hear from him for probably about five days, which was unusual. And so I called and I said, like, is everything good? And he's like, yeah, you know, something had happened or whatever. I think it was like in the hospital for a day. I'm like, why didn't you call me and tell me? He's like, oh, I was waiting to see if you were going to call and check up on me. 
So I'm like, how long? I can't stand that shit. No, right? So he's like, I've been home for the past three days. I'm like, so we spoke five days ago. You've been home after this and you didn't call me to even tell me something happened. He's like, like I said, I was waiting for you to, to check up on me to see, like that would show me how much you really love me. I never spoke to him again after that. I said, okay, no problem. And I never spoke to him again after that. So this was since last August. Am I wrong? No. Why would you be wrong? That you're on the other end of that. He was like, hey, you can't tell someone, in my opinion, you can't tell someone you're not ready to be with them and then proceed to test if they're going to be good girlfriend material or not. Like you, 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 you don't get to do that because that, you've already said and made it clear that that's not where you guys are going. You don't get to fucking do that. That's that, in my opinion, that's like emotional terrorism. You don't, you don't get to play with somebody like that. And then on top of that, to say like the whole, I'm going to see if you, I hate it. I hate it when people use that excuse. So I was, I was going to see if you were going to text me. You don't know what's going on in my life. So there you're also being selfish because you're just saying, oh, well, because they're not texting me X, Y, Z. You, I could have been going through some shit. You ain't text me either to see if I was going through shit. Right. So, yeah, no, you're not wrong for that at all. Fuck them. Fuck him. So then I would definitely have to agree with you in this context of, of the question that, yeah, he is he is right to walk away from it. Everyone, everyone deserves. So everyone should practice self-love and self-care. And if you have people in your life who mean to fuck around with that and not treat you properly, you absolutely should end those kind of toxic interactions. Because at this point, the games that she's playing with you are that back and forth, like CJ said, with my friend that I stopped talking to, it's toxic behavior. And if they don't really mean to be with you, what are they stringing you along for? Yeah, there's no point to it. So, well, all right. Well, we ready to move on to the next. We're actually going to, I know we have one more on this list. We're going to skip it for now because I'll tell you why off air. Um, So we'll get to that one actually next week. But um, this next one that we have, Lord the fuckery. And, you know, I don't like pulling stuff from social media too much because, I, you know, I like it to be relevant. I like it to be uh, about our listeners and so many other people pull shit from, from social media. But these two posts I had, we had to talk about. So this first one is from a black man. And this post goes this way. 95% of black women are not wife material. I'm just being honest. Look around you. Check your social media. Look at their mannerisms and how they act absolutely ridiculous that's bad just as bad though um and this is completely separate post so this wasn't in response to one of another but a young black woman posted this on twitter in my opinion marrying a black man means you're either a lower your standards or have none at all b wait your turn because he's probably someone else's husband c just don't Where does the, like, first of all, it's absolutely crazy that two people who are unrelated in any way, shape, or form made the same fucking blood clap bullshit post straight up. So, and the fact that it's black people that are saying this shit, like, I, I'm just confused. So you have no respect for your mother. Your mother. You have no respect for your sisters. You know what I mean? This, this to me, okay. So do that with the guy first. This to me is like that, um, that the, the the video that went viral, where the the black guy with his white with his white wife was with a group of other interracial couples toasting to mixed babies because they're the best babies, or toasting to some bullshit. It's men like this, honestly. That oh my gosh, can we just like herd them somewhere like cattle and just leave them in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> like, somewhere by themselves like how dare you 
How dare you? And then to the woman, bitch, really? Which, what man broke your heart? Like, did your dad leave when you were a kid? You didn't have like any good interest. Like what happened to you to traumatize you that you could even speak those words out of your mouth? I don't understand this in the black community. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and again, for me, like it's, it goes even deeper because I'm from a country where 98% of the people are black in every shade known to, to man. You know what I mean? You've got the 2% of the country that's there is a, is a mix of white people, um, East Asians and South Asians. You know what I mean? 98% of our island is black. So for me, when I hear bullshit statements like no black woman is wifeable or if you're, if you're marrying a black man, it's because you've lowered your standards and all that sort of bullshit. Like really? Based on the colors, the person's skin, like, oh, I don't know. Y'all Americans just be tripping. Fuck. Listen, we don't even know if these people are from America. So I'll, ref- I'll refute that statement. Um, really? I'm, I'm just saying. Let well, know. I, you know, I, I don't identify as American most of the time anyway, too. So. Well, Darius, who's the gentleman, Darius underscore M4 is a father athlete, U.S. Navy veteran. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> but no, the the thing is seriously, and I agree with everything you said. This is like a, a a real big form of self hate, in my opinion. Like, a how can you say that black women ninety ninety percent? What was it? Ninety percent of black women aren't wifeable, whatever. Yeah. Dumb, like just just dumb shit. And my thing is 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 what what makes you the determining factor on anyone's wifeable? Because right now, as of your character, you're showing you're a dumbass. So I mean. It, it 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 like saying comments like that a like i said before the the black woman is one of the most beautiful things in in the world and i don't just mean from a physical standpoint i mean from just everything about the black woman and everyone knows my reverence for my mama so for anyone to sit there and say the things that this man said about black women in general i just feel like it's really disgusting and idiotic um and then for the woman oh bitch bitch <laughs> Like you said, who hurt her? Somebody. She was either a side chick. She found out her boyfriend was married. Something happened to her because there's no way in hell that I believe that this is just someone's way of thinking without being hurt. Because she definitely has been through some shit. She lowered her standards and waited her turn because the man that she wanted was married. And then after she realized that, that's when she said to herself, just don't. She, she, Mm -hmm. people, I think especially with women, we don't just wake up one day and say stuff like that. Like something had to have hurt us to our core. We're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm dating Bill. I'm dating Perry. I'm dating anybody. And everybody. Your microphone is muted. I know. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I just realized you weren't mouthing to me. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like that's something happened to her where somebody fucked her over. Um, because that's not a decision that you make. I know a woman who her husband, so her first marriage, uh, didn't work out. She was married for, let's say six years. And then, uh, and that was to a black man from the same country she was from. And then after that, she met a white man and got married to him. And she was with him for 30, maybe 31 years before he passed on. And then, you know, so um, her sisters and stuff like that were trying to get her to go dating again. She said she'd date anybody as long as it wasn't a black man because she didn't feel like she has anything in common with them. Wow. It's deep. So, right. So it's like, 
who hurt you? Like, I get your first marriage was probably what, you know, triggered you. And you're like, I'm not doing this. You know, I'm going to be with a white man because a white man's going to treat me better and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, not to like uh, bring it back to like slavery and fascination and, and fetishizing, you know, us and all that sort of stuff. But you need counseling. Like you really need to go seek help. And maybe from a black therapist, maybe from someone who can actually give you perspective. Like it's, it's, it's scary to me when I hear people like these make these kind of statements, because these are the kind of people that voted your asshole president into power. You know what I mean? These are the kind of people that voted for the people that voted for Trump to be into in power. And, you know, how are you racist within your own race? You know what I mean? If you're saying that 95% of women are not wife material, then you're also, if you're basically saying that 95% of the women, black women are garbage, then you're garbage too, because you came from a woman. Like, what do you think is going on? And then, you know what? Yeah, your wife, current wife is white and your children are of a mixed race, but your children will always be identified as black, not half black. You know, they're never going to go to an all white school where they look like anybody else. They're going to go to an all white school where they're the black kids. Like, so, and, and he has daughters. So what are you teaching your daughters? What are you teaching your daughters about the women that look like them? What are you teaching your daughters about their future? You're never going to get married to a man because black women are not wifeable. You know, what are you teaching your daughters about their, their forebearers, their grandmothers, you know, their aunts and, 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 and their cousins? Like, what are you teaching them about black women that we're not worthy to be someone's wife? Like, fuck you. Fuck you. On behalf of all the worthy black women, fuck you. To the bitch at the bottom, fuck you too. How dare you say that about our black kings? Are you retarded? You're not retarded. I know somebody hurt you because that's the only thing that could possibly have happened. Because for you to think that you're better than any black man, like black men have, we always talk about the negatives and we always talk about the bads, but really and truly it is time for us to start talking about the positives and the greatness of black men, period. You know what I mean? I can never, when I look at my son, when I look at my son, I see beauty. I see kingliness. You know what I mean? I see potential. I see his greatness. I tell him all the time, like, you have such greatness in you. For me to look at my son and not preach those things to him, like, are you are you dumb? Like, for real, are you dumb? <laughs> I, I marvel at Black men. See, I don't really like you because, you know, we're not friends right now. But even you, when time to look upon you, I was like, that's a... That's a beautiful man. Then when you smile like that, I'm like, oh, for the love of God, seriously? And to know that you are someone who is part of my life, to know that you are someone who has helped to empower me, to know that you are someone who loves me, to know that you are someone who accepts me, to know that you are someone who lifts me up every opportunity that you get and will tell me when I'm fucking up. How, how could I possibly disrespect you to say that you're not worthy of, of being married to? Like, bitch, what? I need a spliff. You see, I started smoking earlier. I should have smoked more. That's <laughs> all like real shit. You see them things that? You see? Oh, <laughs> man. That is hilarious. Man, I got to smoke the rest of my spliff one time. This don't become a camp manager. Right? No, Miss Just Level God, no play. <laughs> so I Fair enough. Sorry, come bring me, bring me back down. <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh, we're actually yeah. I don't, I don't I don't want to give them these idiots no more of my energy. So we're actually going to get into our break. Uh, we're going to play a commercial from another Breaks Media podcast, and when we come back, we're going to do a game night. AJ, it's been a minute. You're going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back after this. Hey guys, it's your girl Back Easy. Hi everybody, it's your girl Joanne. Hey guys, it's Trell and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. 
Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> well, AJ, it is game night at Love, Lust, and Badass. So this, we're, our game nights are always fun. Uh, we always get great responses from them. This time we are playing Would You Rather Again. Uh, next time we're going to play some. I actually have an idea in which me and you... But maybe on IG Live or maybe on we'll do live on YouTube or going to one day play strip poker live. Shit. Okay. But nonetheless, today though, we are here to play Would You Rather? AJ, do you want to go first? I do. Okay, right. <laughs> okay. So CJ, would you rather have your friend's nuts rest on your forehead for 2.5 seconds or lick Hammer corn feet for 10 seconds. You know the hammer toe? <laughs> See, and that, that's how you know my foot fetish is real because I'd rather have nuts on my face all day long than, than lick anyone's ugly ass feet. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm, just, I, I'm just being 100% honest. I cannot do it. No. You take nuts on the forehead over ugly feet. For 2.5 seconds all day than, than even having to I, look at an ugly foot. Wow, that's very serious. So I know we're going to talk about the live at the end, but ladies, if you have crazy feet, Megan do go get a pedicure, get a foot transplant, borrow some money. <laughs> Whatever it is that you have to do, beg you please, don't come with no crazy feet. Because for you, I can't deal with no breed of embarrassment. For CJ to see any kind of open toes, and then we start talking about it. I can't deal with the embarrassment. Please, beg no. Get your feet done before you come. Okay, go on. All right. <laughs> that was my. <laughs> All right, my first one. All right, you ready? I hate you already. Go ahead. Are you ready? <laughs> would, would, would you rather find out that someone you just had a one night stand with was 16 or your cousin? God damn, really? Okay, can I ask a qualifier? Yeah. Is this like my first cousin or like my fifth cousin? First cousin. <laughs> Incest or jail? <laughs> what it boils down to. Fuck, incest or jail, incest or jail, incest or jail. <laughs> I'll take my chances with the 16 year old. Very no. I can understand that. Family shit. That's mm, yeah, that's Okay, yeah. Sorry. That's Yeah, wow. How the fuck did you come up with that one? I don't really? know. I'm sick. You are. I, I have to do that one. Absolutely are. Bridget. She's on crime. Okay. Uh, would you rather <laughs> have your ass licked and gently fingered for 30 seconds or go without podcasting of any kind, no involvement in any way, shape, or form for six months? Oh, no podcasting. Easy. 
I'm going to turn you one day. I'm never giving up on this pegging thing, just so you know. You need to, because I'm not doing that shit. Doing it. At some point, there has to be a licking of the ass or a gentle fingering of the ass. I'm not, I'm not, I refuse to give up. It's not happening. I told you, all 20 years from now, and we're still doing this, when we're having our 20th anniversary, we're, we're still going to be talking about this. That's fine. I'm, the answer is still going to be no. Something's going to happen where you're going to have to have, okay, so when you turn 40, I'll be around for that. That's when you have to have your first prostate exam. That will be the closest thing to it that will ever happen. I need to know the experience. We're going to have this talk. <laughs> okay, like, fair. I'd be like, so how was it? Did you use a lot of lube? What the hell? <laughs> oh, man. That is funny. Okay. Time to move right along. Um, whew, That is hilarious. All you right. have another? Yes, I do. All right. <sighs> Would you rather? Are you are you, you, you good? You ready for this? <laughs> Would you rather be pissed on during an intimate encounter or have your nose ring pulled out? Like yanked out? That yanked out. Oh, pee on me. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Go yeah. ahead. You know I'm taking a sound bite of you saying pee on me, right? And that like pee on me. Pee on me. All right, come on. Let's let's keep it moving. Go ahead. You got another one? Pee on me. (laughs) You see what you started? (laughs) Don't edit it out either. (laughs) Leave all of it in. I want Twitter to go crazy hearing that part. (laughs) Leave it alone. Okay, so interestingly enough. My third one is, would you rather have a golden shower, somebody pee on you? I already know that I know what your answer is going to be, but I figured I'd just throw an easy one in there. So either a golden shower or electrode play. No, electrode play. I know. I thought I'd be. Okay, fair enough. All right, my last one. I don't, I, this is all I have. The last one. Would you, would, you, <laughs> would you rather be forced to have a full sexual encounter in front of all your immediate family, including your kids, <laughs> or have sex on national TV, but your kids do not have to watch. National TV. Okay. I'd rather fuck up the whole world visually <laughs> with my son and my daughter. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't deal with that. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? To live with those stares and that look for the rest of their life. Like, mom, I was trying Nah, we're not. No one's doing that. No, support no, that wait, wait. I, I'm, I'm going to amend that. I'm going to make it a little more difficult for you. Would you rather your kids be forced to watch a full sexual encounter, or you be forced to watch a full sexual encounter of your children? Ah, fuck you, CJ. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Um. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Oh man! Oh my gosh! Um, cause it's like fucking. Everybody's gonna be trauma, like traumatized. Whatever way you swing the situation, everyone's gonna be traumatized. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. Um, I'll watch them uh, and cry after. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Would you like give okay. pointers? You like tell your daughter? No, you should have thrown it back a little harder. Okay, so can I tell you a weird story? Not related to my daughter. 
in okay. any way, shape, or form because I don't want to know anything that they're doing. Like I do, but I don't. Um, I do that with my sister. So oh, weird God. story. Um, she was involved with somebody and whatever, whatever. So we were all over at my house. I was downstairs with um, his cousin and we were like, you know, making out because people still say making out. I'm old, so I say making out. Um, and then, you know, she's like, she wants to like go lay down on the bed. So I was like, okay, let me just go upstairs really quickly and change the sheets on my bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I told them they could go upstairs and use my room, right? So me and old boy that were downstairs, we finished doing whatever we were doing. So I was like, hey, let's go upstairs and see what they're doing. So I went up, we went upstairs and knocked on the door and they were like, he was balls deep in her. (laughs) And we stood there at the door. They looked over and they continued. So me, because I'm an ass, I went and sat at the foot of the bed. I was like, yeah, sis, cock up your foot. Sis, you you fall on and I swear to you. It was the most, I think because we were, I was probably high. So it was the strangest interaction. But yeah, in, in saying that, yeah, not to my kids, but. Yeah, I'd, I'd be your cheerleader. I could be in the room and be like, yeah, CJ, fling it to the left. Yes, swing back more. <laughs> wow. Wow. Continue. I've lived a very Okay, number four. Would you rather have your lady, you're involved, have your lady shave your balls or have your chest waxed? Shave my balls because it would probably be sensual. Sensual. You have that kind of trust? I, don't I mean, know, if she's man. my lady, then yeah. It's not like it's just some rando shaving my balls. There's only like if like my lady would be able to shave my balls and you. Like outside of that, it's gotta be me. That's it. I know I'd be super gentle because of like the curiosity alone and be like, okay, this sorry, anyway. Oh, you're triggering me. Like seriously, CJ, now we have to start talking about this again. Can I have my video, please? Possibly. Do, do you guys hear this? You all know, for the better part of a year, I've been asking CJ for my ball shaving video. This could have been done with six months ago. But no, because he wants to terrorize me and antagonize me and have me, you know, running around like some kind of claffy behind the video. He just won't send it. Now he can actually send it. And listen, and, and what, what was your response? Maybe. Yeah, you see? It's all right. You do me bad on a regular basis, but it's okay. I don't get my video and I'm on punishment until the show. All right. No problem. (laughs) Well, I have one more. Okay. The last one, which would you rather? This is a good one. I think it might be a tough choice. I think I know which one you're going to pick, but this is a good one. It's a good one. Would you rather lick and suck on Dasha's feet or Kiss and rub your face in Tabria Major's ass. Oh, 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 that is a hard one. Um, just because it involves feet, Dasha definitely, uh, yeah, really, yeah, okay. That uh, that's not what I picked. I actually thought you would have said Tabria. Want to rethink it for a minute? No, I'm just saying it's. It, Tabria is definitely close to passing up Dasha. If I see, like, it's very, very close. I got to see her feet, though. I've tried to see, like, she... On her birthday, you traded the spoon. You said, AJ, get my spoon on Tabria. So... Yeah. You know? (laughs) A little bit of competition. Mm. 
Just a little bit. You look like you're actually thinking about it. Like you're waiting. I, 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 I'm, I'm erect right now underneath this desk, just thinking about what? both of those. So, yeah. For a minute, we're trying to see something. No, it's time to go. Go ahead. Let's go ahead and tell the people <laughs> where they can find us. It's time to go home. <laughs> I think Alan's calling you. Just get up for a second. Uh-uh. I'm good. <laughs> Do you need an ice pack? Nah, it, it'll be all right. Okay. What did it? Dasha? Both. So, yeah. Could you imagine that as a threesome? Oh, Fuck. I'd be dead. Fuck that. Yeah, just shoot me afterwards because it's no better than that. Like you must, I might as well go out on top. Just shoot me. <laughs> Take me now. <laughs> uh, that's when you, that's one of those interactions that when you know it's going to happen, you will everything that you need to to everybody. You sign over everything that you need to sign over. You know what I mean? Like you get everything, like all your business squared away, and you go handle your business and say, "Okay, I'm good now." Yeah, and I'm anything popping like eight Viagra. Like it's just. I'm just a hey, yeah, yeah. cockroaches and Viagra. I'm making sure that motherfucker doesn't go down. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's crazy. So that's it for my questions. So what would you rather? Well, that's and been that- it for Love, Lust, and Badass Soul this week. AJ, I know we got to plug the live show, so go ahead and do it. So, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you haven't purchased your tickets as yet uh, for our live event that's happening Saturday, May the 4th, May the 4th be with you, uh, in Washington, D.C., uh, you can find the link in our Love, Less, and Badass Soul bio. You can also find it on our um, Twitter page. Uh, tickets are currently at an early bird special of $15. They will be going up uh, shortly. And then, of course, if you want to purchase tickets, you can do so at the door. They're going for $25. Um, but it's going to be an amazing event. We have uh, three sponsors that are working with us, and we are so elated. We have Erotic Boudoir, who is our not only uh, sponsoring the show, but she is a, one of the official sponsors of Love Less Than Badass Soul, the podcast itself. So Erotic Boudoir um, supplying all of your sexual, personal, and intimate needs. We also have Vodkilla VA. Um, Amazing. They've created uh, drinks for CJ and I. I think the one of CJ's is the uh, Red Assassin. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, the Red okay. Assassin. And their pussy. So those will be created by Vodkila for us. Vodkila. And also Soul of a Hustler uh, is going to be our um, caterer for the evening for the event. So it's going to be a dope time. Queen Poison um uh who has written the book naked she is going to be hosting our event and uh it's going to be amazing and dope and we're going to be playing a game with the audience or we've got a couple of surprises for you guys and it's going to be a fantastic time so again that's happening on saturday may the 4th from 6 p.m until 9 p.m which also includes the after party uh and you know an opportunity to get to know cj and i (laughs) a little bit more and feel super sexy outfit i told you ladies bring a towel i'm just i want to know (laughs) Um, so you can find us on our social media at lovelust and BAS on Instagram and on Twitter. You can find our episodes on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and Anchor. Um, and we do also have some older episodes on Google Play. If you want to email us any questions, commentary, concerns, anything that you would like for us to, to discuss or tackle, if you want to give us any feedback, 
You can email us at lovelustmbas, all one word, at yahoo.com. You can find me on my social media, uh, Instagram, I'm badass underscore Jones underscore. And you can also find me on Twitter at the Jones Kid AJ1. And CJ's got our phone number. Please stop. Oh, no. Begono. Stop calling me, please. We haven't got any calls in the last week. It's been it's been good finally. Because when I swipe up to see like the statistics or whatever, when I see that you know like one call, two call, I'm like, why are you calling? You know what we need to do one day? Forward it to my phone so I can actually answer the phone and hear who people are. <laughs> You're gonna make somebody this- lose their shit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the number is 614-547-2039. You can call that for podcast-related questions. Make sure you mention which Breaks Media podcast you're uh, leaving that voicemail for. I'm CEO Hayes. I can be followed at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. And to all the ones who've been uh, going and uh, now watching our videos that we post to YouTube, continue doing that. We appreciate the love there. Spread the word that we are now visible as well as on that platform we haven't been doing as good of a job as as promoting the fact that we're there as well. So I want to thank everyone who's found us and who has uh, shared that message. So that's it. I got nothing else, AJ. I love you. Am I off punishment yet? No, not yet. None until I can bite you. Uh, so, okay, but that doesn't, but that's not fair. Because then I still have to wait until the show. Yeah. Because you can't bite me through osmosis. Hello. I know. Oh, that's not fair. Like, seriously? <laughs> Bye, people. We love each and every one of you guys. Peace. Uh, all these raindrops falling out my window. Got me wishing that we did the things we didn't do. And right now, I want to sex you.